Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey guys, I hope you are all super excited for a new episode of Happy Hour this week, especially since I'm joined by my first guest ever, my cousin Mandy today. Woo! This episode is super fun and we talk a lot about just college life with Mandy. But before we get into it, I wanted to introduce a sponsor of today's show. This show is brought to you by Cash App, the number one finance app in the App Store. Cash App is a free app that makes it super easy to instantly send money to your friends. Whether you owe a friend a random bet you lost or just want to settle a giant group dinner that someone paid for, Cash App is the app to use. My friends and I always do this, you guys, where we'll go out to dinner in a big group and one person will just pay for everything and then everyone pays them back the part they owe from their dinner and Cash App solves this scenario and just makes it so convenient. And Cash App also comes with the Cash Card, a free debit card that comes with boosts, which are like instant rewards for shopping at places you already love. You can get big discounts off your entire purchase at places like DoorDash, Whole Foods, Target, and way more. It's literally like having credit card perks, but just packed in a free debit card. Sounds pretty awesome to me. I'm also excited, so excited, listen closely, this is my favorite part, to be working with Cash App to support one of my favorite organizations, the Jimmy Fund. When you sign up for Cash App and use the promo code HAPPYHOUR, in all caps, just one word, H-A-P-P-Y, H-O-U-R, not only will you instantly receive $10, but Cash App will also donate $10 to the Jimmy Fund, a charity that raises money for adult and pediatric cancer care and research to improve the chances of survival for patients around the world. So I'm going to try not to cry right now, since a friend so near and dear to my heart and I'll actually talk about her more in an upcoming video but and when you hear this I love you so much you are so freaking strong girlfriend and was actually diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma this spring and is being treated at Dana-Farber here in Boston so now you know why the Jimmy Fund is extremely important to me and why I hope you'll consider downloading Cash App and using my promo code since we can fundraise so much money for the Jimmy Fund together you'll get $10 to you like I said before and $10 towards defeating cancer so sounds like a pretty awesome deal to me again use the promo code happy hour when you download cash app from the app store today and now let's get into this week's episode hello everybody welcome back to happy hour with gretchen gertie today don't be scared (laughs) we are joined with my first guest ever this is so exciting um today we have my cousin mandy so here she is hi i'm mandy (laughs) i'm gretchen's cousin i'm a sophomore at the university of south carolina Mm -hmm. and yeah (laughs) you guys know her she's been all over my youtube my instagram and stuff so yeah today we have my first guest which is just so exciting and we're going to talk all about college with mandy since she's a sophomore right now and since i'm a recently graduated senior at bu and she's at university of south carolina um i just feel like we both have a really interesting perspective on college from like a current student past student kind of thing and just our opinions what we've learned so we're going to talk all about college. You guys asked so many good questions. But first, like I always do, we're going to bring Mandy into my typical episode format. And we're going to talk about what we're happy about right now. Especially since I've been traveling so much this past week. I was just in Texas. I was in Austin with SoulCycle, which was literally the craziest thing in the world. And like Mandy, could you believe... Like, if you really think about me traveling with SoulCycle, like what a crazy thing. Because you brought me to my first class yeah. in Montauk 
three years ago. Yeah. I never would have thought that I would have fallen so in love with it, been able to work with them as a brand. Like, my life revolves around SoulCycle, and so thank you for introducing me. You're welcome. To Soul, because I love them so much. So anyway, that was really cool, and obviously now I'm in South Carolina. I'm actually going home tonight to Boston. I miss Boston so much, but so basically what I'm happy about, what I'm trying to say is I am just so happy that I have the flexibility to just travel and be with my family and friends, and I've just been feeling really grateful for that and how, you know, flexible YouTube is and how like remote it is like I could work from wherever I know I talked about that in my law my last episode because I was talking about how work life is with being an influencer and everything that I do and like the biggest perk is just how flexible everything is so it's so nice that I've been able to travel so much and be with my friends and my family and that is definitely what I'm happy about right now I'm really happy right now with my schedule in school because I had to drop one of my classes in the beginning of the semester, which was actually for the better because I would have been drowning if I stayed in it. <laughs> so I have a really easy schedule and it gives me a lot of free time to do what I need to do and actually focus on the four classes that I'm in and get good grades in mm. those classes. I'm also happy because fall semester is my favorite semester at USC because football and I've just made so many more friends this semester, so I'm really happy with that, and I'm also happy because my family just visited me. Wait, so is it normally five classes a semester at USC? Yeah. Oh, interesting. 16 credits. Okay. So I'm, I don't even know how many I'm in right now, but I'm in four classes. Uh-huh. So I have to take a class over the summer, but I'd rather do that than be in five classes right now, especially. Be really stressed. Yeah. That's interesting. At BU, the normal course load is also 16 credits, but that's four classes. So if you take five, you're overloading. If you take three, you're just taking, like, one less. I think that's still technically full-time. And then anything under three classes, like, two classes and below is, like, part-time. Um, but that's interesting because I know it's different at every school. And good for you. Oh, to not be scared to do that. No, seriously, because so many people will be afraid of, like, dropping a class or switching a class or switching their major or whatever, but it's, like, you know that you can finish that over the summer or later on, and if that's going to make you do better in your four classes that you are taking right now, then that's, like, a good decision and, you know, allow you to sleep, feed yourself, like, yeah. be a human being, so that's good okay and you guys know we always talk about a happy quote for right now and I guess this really isn't a quote but I was just kind of talking with Mandy before this and talking about um how crazy college is in your life like what a crazy time it is and there's so much change and I mean I feel like so much doubt and like pressure and just everything that comes with college obviously so what I came up with is this is so cliche but I just want to say everything's going to be okay if you're listening right now if you're in college even if you're past college I think this is a good lesson for everyone to just you know fall back on and I was saying to Mandy like a good basis to just like I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> and just, like, don't get too worked up over things because it just messes with your mental health if yeah. you get too worked up over everything. Yeah. And you could be so stressed about that one class that you decided to move into the summer or whatever, but you just have to fall back on, like, everything's going to be okay. Where I am right now in life is okay. I know I talked about this in my past episode. But, like, truly, I would get so worried about things in college, whether it be, like, a boy or a friendship or recruitment. We'll talk about that. Um classes whatever be where you're living your roommates but it's like just take a breath like everything will work itself out and it'll be okay so just wanted to say that but Mandy's cheating and looking at the notes <sighs> now I have so many questions for you so this is exciting for me because 
I are you asking me all the questions yeah I'm asking you a lot some are for both of us some are like really directed at you um but this is so interesting for me because I've known Mandy since she was literally in diapers in her whole life and I feel like she's just obviously grown up so much and changed but um specifically from college like she's only a sophomore right now but I've seen you change so much from the beginning of freshman year to now and we were talking yesterday about how like I just feel like high school life you're in this sheltered little bubble and everything you know is within like arm's reach kind of and then you go to college and you're exposed to this whole new world with so many new friends and you're like whoa I don't need to just like be in this small-minded like yeah. mindset almost and you can just like grow so much so um a big question I have for you is I know at the beginning of your freshman year last year Mandy guys she would text me and call me and face me every day and be like I freaking hate this place I'm going home yeah. like you don't understand I'm like Mandy you've been there for four days five days six days she's like no like it's not getting better I hate it here it's literally terrible I'm going home and now yeah. you love it and probably don't yeah. picture yourself anywhere else so what changed? <laughs> um, I it's actually so weird to think about that time period now because I literally hated it so much you did. and I could not imagine staying another semester here. But then after I realized that everyone's going through the same thing with you not being home and you being so far from home, and I realized like just because you can't be home for like three months at a time doesn't mean that you're not going to be home again. That was like the first thing because I kind of just felt like I was so far that I'll never be back. But that's not true because I go home like four times a year or whatever Mm -hmm. and like now that's okay with me and also I didn't have my strong friend group that I have now now it's like I have like the best friends ever at school and at home so I have like two different groups and I feel like my friend group at home is like my family now like we Mm -hmm. basically like raised each other from freshman year to now even though it's only a year Mm -hmm. but they're like I mean we all like parent each other in a way so like I have my people like that and I just have more people that I can rely on that I did at the beginning of freshman year and more relationships that I'm in Mm -hmm. that helped me feel not homesick and not upset here now I don't even want to go home most of the time yeah I know I feel like it is such an adjustment period and I'm sure everybody comes into college feeling so like oh I want a friend group already or I miss my friends from home or I miss home or I miss my parents I miss my dog like and you're kind of like the rug is just ripped out from under you yeah. when you go to college because you're like this is so new like what's going on like I I need to have my friend group like what do I do where do I go so I feel like it is just such an adjustment period um and oh I also wrote down that you're just not going to understand what it's like until you get here I feel like college yeah. is so like that because I know a lot of this I wanted us to talk about what we wish we knew coming to college and I feel like so much of it we can't tell you you literally just have to be thrown into it and like figure it out because that's what everyone does yeah you know there's no way to describe it until you get there also when you're visiting campus I feel like you have such a different outlook on how you will feel halfway through your semester walking around Mm -hmm. your freshman year halfway through your first semester walking around campus is a different way that you felt when you're visiting the campus yeah that's so true. I feel like you're still in the high school mindset of just like, oh, this looks nice. Yeah. I'm visiting. It looks cool here. Sure, I could like it. And then, and then you show then up you and you're like, everything. you're like, wait, I live here? Like, <laughs> what's going on? We are going to talk more about friends in a bit um, because I have more to say about the beginning of college and it is, I mean, obviously the biggest like adjustment in such a transition going from high school to college and you're moving and you're in a new environment and you're like in new classes around all these new people, making new friends, relationships, whatever it is. But first, we are going to talk about going to college with a boyfriend because a lot of people do it. Mandy and I both did it and both 
are no longer in those relationships. So what do you think about going to college with a boyfriend? I think certain people can do it, but I, like, they definitely can. Like, my roommate and her boyfriend, they've been dating mm. for four years. They You're are not bringing up. Yeah. yeah. So she can definitely do it, but I think myself, I definitely could not do it and at first I was really upset because I thought that I could and I would but then you know a couple months later I realized that it was actually one of the best things that happened to me going to college not being like to not be in a relationship was the best thing for me Mm -hmm. to do because I was so upset with like not being home and not being with my boyfriend and then I just realized that I'm in a new place and I need to grow as a person and I felt like I had to do that alone Mm -hmm. so I feel like it was probably one of the best things that happened yeah I love that you can like look back at that and reflect now and what's so crazy is you guys that Mandy is three years younger than me and growing up I feel like I would always go to her for advice I would go to her for advice and she would always like tell me the most profound things and I was just like wait you're so right like (laughs) why (laughs) like why has no one else told me this like my like friend group or family or whatever like I just needed Mandy to tell me what was up so I'm happy that she can look back and be like wow that was the best thing for me because I know like first week of September whenever it was that her and the ex-boyfriend split she was so upset I mean going through like you and I both had relationships for like three four years so serious from like high school into college and going through that first breakup is literally breaks your heart and it's just like the worst thing in your life and all you knew and what your life like surrounded so I remember FaceTiming Mandy and her like crying every day and not to mention going through this big transition into college trying to figure out her friends and then the rug is ripped out from under her again because this boyfriend is no longer and she's like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. Like, she would face me every day crying, being like, I literally feel sick. And it's so true. Like, when you go through heartbreak, you literally feel, like, sick. Like, you don't yeah. feel right because it's just such a big change and it's so hard. Although, that being said, although you're going to feel literally ill, <laughs> sometimes it's, breakups are for the best. Yeah. Also, for both of us, I think it helped us be so much more independent as people yes. and because you should never be dependent on a boy no matter what. Mm-hmm. So that really was helping too. Yeah. I mean, that helped. Yeah, I really agree with that. I don't want to say, like, if you're a junior or senior in college, like, break up with your boyfriend right now, like, or junior or senior in high school going to college. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you, like, break up with your boyfriend. You're never going to last. Like, whatever. I just do think it's something to think about obviously going to college or the beginning of college and I almost wouldn't worry about it too much because I know Mandy and I were both like we love each other like we're gonna be together forever and then things happen in college and that's when you figure it out because you just realize you're in such a new environment with like so much opportunity to grow as a person learn about yourself make new friends whatever that it's almost hard to stay with someone that isn't there with you or is like from your past yeah not to make it sound really sad and hard like if you are gonna do it you're gonna do it like I obviously know people that date all of high school all of college get married like cool like good on you if that's for you but I so agree with Mandy that that just like wasn't for us and I feel like I just had a moment of like what am I doing like I because Mandy broke up or well Mandy's relationship with ex-boyfriend ended like the first week of freshman year so um in a way I feel like that was good for you because you got to learn like who you were from the beginning yeah and like it forced you to be more independent from the beginning and like make your friends and whatever and I everybody knows stayed with the ex-boyfriend through freshman year and ended that relationship um beginning of my sophomore year 
because I was just kind of hanging on but yeah at one point I was just like what am I doing and like reflecting on my freshman year I definitely you know stayed in a lot more and we'll talk about this with friends but really just hung out with Taylor and Lucy and the people that yeah. I was used to and I did not branch out I wasn't very social I didn't go out make new friends and it's not like going out and being social is like the biggest most important part of college but obviously is a big part like meeting new people and not to say that like a boyfriend just limits you but I think in a way you're so comfortable with like the relationships in your life that you're not challenged or like pushed to yeah. move out of your circle at all so I do think that going into college with a boyfriend is something you should really think about and it's difficult but again um don't think too hard because you'll know like if you should be yeah. with him or if you shouldn't anymore like I feel like you just kind of have a realization and you're like okay this isn't working out or like oh this is totally fine like they're branching out and meeting new people and me too and we get to visit each other and it's cool so I feel like there is a right way to do it but I think for a lot of people it doesn't make sense and my recommendation is to just like really be honest with yourself yeah and know like how it's going and don't be afraid to not be in a relationship anymore just because you're so comfortable like you shouldn't what's that saying like you can't um when you like the idea of someone more than actually them. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know if that's, like, what I'm going for right now. But, yeah, kind of just, like, don't be afraid to be single and work on being independent just because your security blanket is, like, yeah. there in this human form. This is going to be all over the place, but it's just kind of how I wrote it down from the questions I got on my Instagram. So, sorry, we're going to be bouncing around. But if you listen to this whole thing, I'm sure you'll get the, the message, the gist. So... A lot of people were wondering about northern versus southern schools, and I would like to hear what you think about it, too, because Mandy and I are obviously both from the north. Like, she's from Long Island. I'm from upstate New York, Albany. So, yeah, I definitely think there's a difference, and what do you think the differences are? I mean, I guess you didn't go to a northern school. I didn't yeah. go to a southern school. Visiting northern schools, though, I think the main difference is, like, the like the campuses in general USC mm -hmm. campus is huge and I'm sure like a lot a lot of big state schools in the north are huge too but it's like I don't know I just feel like Alabama South Carolina Georgia like they all have like the same kind of feel like mm -hmm. it's all southern around like outside of the town it's like nothing really like outside of the city there's like nothing if you're going it's out. like a college yeah town. it's like the long highways that lead you to like Charleston or mm -hmm. Charlotte or whatever but it's kind of, like, nothing in between those cities, I feel like. I don't know if it's the same for, like, northern schools. I guess it kind of is. Mm -hmm. Like, then, I feel like Columbia is, like, a college town. Yeah, but like, then, like, Amherst is, like, a college town. Like, there's certain towns yeah. where, like, the schools are so prevalent that, like, that is the town. And yeah. that's what everybody does. And, like, everybody goes to the football games. Yeah. And I feel like that's a big difference, too. Like, southern schools, like, big tailgate, football games, sororities. Yeah. Like, I feel like, obviously, that's such way more prevalent in southern schools than it is in northern schools also i think that all northern schools are more expensive oh really more expensive is i mean not all of them but i mean not even just like tuition generally? wise i mean like everything like you know you cost of out. living yeah kind of thing interesting i didn't even think about that i feel like what i thought you were going to say is i feel like the biggest difference i notice are the people i feel like people are oh, yeah. so different yeah, but also, like, the big schools, like USC, I feel like it's kind of, the northern kids kind of hang out with people from the north, and the southern kids kind of hang yeah. out with people from the south. But then there's, like, I mean, my sorority has, like, a mix of people, so I've obviously met a bunch of people, and I'm friends with a bunch of people from the south. Mm -hmm. 
Like, I feel like Southern people in general are more outgoing and, like, nice. They're more nice, definitely. Is it, do you think it's, like, a genuine nice or, like, a fake nice? Because like I've heard, nice. I've heard both. Actually, both, yeah. <laughs> I guess it depends. Like, oh, my God, and they're so, like, nice and, like, hospitable, but it's almost, like, fake. I've, like, heard yeah. some people say, but some. I don't notice that. Nice. Like, when I'm here, I feel like everyone's genuinely so nice. Like, yeah. strangers or whatever. Like, I was telling you when I was at the nail salon today, like, people, I feel like, are just so, like, friendly and mm-hmm. I feel like it's definitely less like that. Like, us growing up right near New York City or, like, in Boston. Yeah. People are, like, running around with their headphones in. Like, no one's going to talk to you. Yeah. Or, like, strike up a conversation. Yeah. But, yeah, I've also heard people be, like, kind of talk negatively about the South and say people are, like, nice, but it's, like, a fake nice. Like, everyone will be, like, sweet, but it, more, like, Yeah, I, I guess don't know. both. But I mean, there's nice people everywhere and there's rude people everywhere. Yeah, that's, so, I, that's true. It just depends who you run into. Yeah. I, and also, I feel like, along with that, the people, I feel like the pace of life is so different. Like, us, oh, yeah. like I said, growing up in New York City or, like, me yeah. in Boston, everyone's literally running around in athleisure, like, headphones in. And I feel like the pace of life is so much slower, which is, like, also nice. why people are so much nicer and, like, kind of, like, conversational because they're, like, not yeah. in a rush. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Interesting. Um, and I heard you say... That, like, people from the North stick together, people from the South stick together. And it's so crazy, you guys, because Mandy was telling me, we'll talk a lot about recruitment, but um, how, like, certain sororities are, like, Southern sororities. And she would just, like, not even think twice about being in that one because she's like, I wouldn't get in. Like, you are literally from these Southern states if you're in the sorority almost. And it's like, these other sororities are Northern sororities. And, like, a lot of her friends are from Long Island, which is so funny because they go home and still see each other. And they just, like, come here, like, to go to school. But, yeah, I think that's so funny because, like, in my experience, like, from BU, all my friends are from all over. None of us, like, live near each other. No one's yeah. from Albany like me. But, like, all of Mandy's friends at college in South Carolina are also from Long Island, and they go or home and they still see Jersey. each other. Yeah. That's, like, all of us are from. Why do you think that is, and do you think that it's like that with, like, everybody here, kind of? No. I mean, I think our friend group is very... Long Islandy. <laughs> yeah, but also it's not just people from Long Island. Those of us in our friend group who are from Long Island knew of each other before coming here. Okay. So when we came here, it was kind of just an easy friend to make, and obviously I love them now. So, mm-hmm. but then our other friends that we met from New Jersey and Connecticut, we just all are the same. Like we think the same way, we talk yeah. the same way, we have the same values, kind of. I would say. <laughs> That so. sounds bad that you're like not branching out and like meeting new no, people. No, but I've met a lot of new people. Like everyone like in my sorority. Yeah, that, those too. are just my best friends. Yeah. Interesting. So do you think like the types of people from the north and the south that go here are like so different? Not even. I, I don't know. I just. Because you said like values and stuff. Like do you think like the people themselves are really different or. I know you No, said... I don't mean values. I mean interests. I yeah. Guess. Okay. All right, because I feel like another thing I've noticed a lot around here just being here is, wait, is University of um, South Carolina, like, Catholic? Is it, like, no. a... Okay, because I feel like I've noticed a lot more, like, religion around, like, from hearing people around me or, yeah, that being a thing here. And I feel like at BU, obviously people are religious, but it's so, like, diverse. It's just because we're in South Carolina, I think. Okay. So it's I don't like think it has, it's nothing to do with USC. Okay, interesting. Another question. Would you have gone anywhere else besides USC? And for me, like BU. Um, For me, I wanted to go to BU. Oh, wait, yeah. I forgot you literally liked but it there. But now I think that if I was at BU, I would not fit in there at all. Really? I mean, I would, like, 
I would have, like, I would probably make some friends, but <laughs> have some fun, I think yeah. that I don't, I mean, I think I'd be happiest at USC over any university. Interesting. Because I know you loved visiting us at BU, and you were like, oh, I want to go here so bad, da, da, da. But I know Mandy throughout high school, like, has was always like, I want to go to this big school, tailgates, yeah. football games. Like, she always, she wanted, like, a big football team, and BU obviously doesn't have football. So I knew that was, like, something that you were like, hey, I'd be missing this. But, um... So, yeah, if you went anywhere else, you probably would have just gone to, like, another school with, like, football. Like, I remember when you said you, like, applied to Georgia, like, you probably would have gone there. Yeah. Right? Well, I got denied from Georgia. Oh, yeah. I thought you got, got waitlisted. Or you got waitlisted at BU or something? Yeah. I or you got, got deferred from deferred. Georgia. I got deferred from Georgia and then denied. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, you didn't get yeah. in, like, in the spring. Okay. <laughs> Um, and then BU, wait, remember, this is so funny, I forgot this happened, like, recently, Mandy literally thought she got denied from BU, but she just got accepted for, like, the next semester. The spring semester. Because I was like, oh, sis, like, if you hate USC, just, like, come in the spring, and she was like, what are you talking about? I was like, you got, like, guaranteed admission for the spring, and she was like, oh, I did? Like, she didn't even, yeah, like, read the I, whole Yeah, when I letter. didn't read the whole thing, I just read the first, like, sentence, and I was like, <laughs> But then I was actually, when I hated USC in the beginning, I was like, I'm... Transfer. I was like, oh my god, you can be my sorority, you can be my little, you can be my family, or my grand little, or whatever I had at that point, but yeah, that's so funny. So yeah, I feel like they're, that's like a good thing to say, if you're going to school and you don't like it at first or something, stay, I feel like at least stay for a semester, like try it out. At least a year, I think. Yeah. Wait, that's so true. You're not gonna know until... Like, you're not. And even if you transferred, like, after first semester, you might hate that school and only give it a shot for one semester, then transfer again. Yeah. You're not going to know. You have to make yourself, like, force yourself to acclimate to the environment you're in. Because it's hard, and it doesn't just take three or four months. It could take longer. That's so true. And because you have sorority recruitment first semester, and I had a second semester, so I remember the biggest, like, sentiment from all the girls in my pledge class I didn't really feel this way, but I also was a sophomore. Anyway, um, all the freshmen that were in my pledge class were like, we hate it first semester. We want to transfer. We want to go home. We cried every day to our parents. We hated it here. And so I feel like they honestly didn't like the entire first semester, but then I feel like recruitment was such a good experience for them to like finally make a close group of friends that they really got along with um, in the spring. So yeah, I feel like that's a good thing to say. Like, Stick it out, baby girl. Yeah. <laughs> you got this. And now, hi, it's me, butting in here really quick before I tell you if I would have gone anywhere besides BU, but I'm just going to take a quick moment to tell you guys about Lola. You already know I've been using their 100% organic cotton tampons for years now, and my favorite part is that they are delivered right to my door every month. If you didn't know, a lot of major brands of tampons use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products, including rayon polyester, and they can also treat their tampons with harsh chemical cleansing agents, fragrances, and dyes. But Lola tampons, pads, and liners never have any added chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, or dyes. They're always 100% organic cotton, like I mentioned before. And another amazing thing about Lola is they were founded by women for women. Girl power, am I right, ladies? And Lola makes your month a little bit easier with their subscription being fully customizable. You can always choose your mix of products, mix of absorbency, number of boxes, and frequency of delivery. Your Lola subscription is also super flexible since you can change, skip, or cancel your 
subscription at any time. Clearly, I'm a big fan of Lola, and you know that if you've been following me for a while now. And for 30% off your first month subscription, visit mylola.com and enter code GRETCHENG when you subscribe. And that's just Gretchen, G-R-E-T-C-H-E-N-G. It can be uppercase, lowercase, whatever you want. I tested it out, and yeah, that'll just get you 30% off your first month subscription. So I definitely recommend. And without further ado, let's get back into the episode. Would I go anywhere else besides BU? And it's so funny. I feel like I've talked about this in um, like videos before. And actually, this girl, Callie, that's a soul cycle instructor that I know, that I've never met in person, asked this question. So I thought this was interesting. And I absolutely loved BU so much in my four years, so much that I would not have gone anywhere else if I could like go back and change that. But what's funny is I always say like my senior year, I was so tunnel vision just on lightweight rowing. So that narrowed it down to about... I don't know, seven, eight, nine schools, however many schools have lightweight rowing. It is very limited. And then took out most of the IVs because I was like, all right, didn't have a 4.0 in college, not going to go to Harvard, Stanford, whatever. I remember, I don't know if I've talked about this in a video, but I had a call with the assistant coach at Stanford who was doing the recruiting and we were talking. And I remember she called me up one day, like out of the blue. And she was like, hi, this is Maggie or Molly or whatever her name was um, from Stanford rowing. Like have a moment to chat. And I was like, what the heck? (sighs) But um, she was like, yeah, all our, like, recruits coming in right now, 4-0, like, how's school looking? I was like, oh, like, I don't think this program's for me, but, like, thanks so much for, like, the interest, whatever. Yeah, so that basically really narrowed it down to, like, BU. Or Lucy and I took our officials at BU, UMass, UMass Amherst, and Wisconsin, and BU was definitely just, like, the best fit out of all of those and unfortunately the most expensive, and I know one of the most expensive schools, like, in the country, everyone's always like, ah, BU, but... Um, no, I would not have gone anywhere else because I love it there. And if I didn't narrow it down to lightweight rowing schools my senior year and, like, rowing was out of the picture somehow, I honestly feel like I would have ended up in the South. Because growing up, me and Mandy were always, like, love the warm weather, whatever, whatever. And I just feel like it's so fun to be living in, like, a new area of the world. Um, because you can. (laughs) And you probably won't ever again. Yeah, exactly. Like, are you going to live in South Carolina again? I mean... Probably not. Yeah. Maybe Charleston. Lucy... I wanted to include this because we miss her and we love her. And she, her question was, aw, yay. Because <laughs> she's just happy that we're recording together. So, hi, Lucy. Love you. Hi. If you listen to this. What's really funny is every time I see Mandy, I go, I will start talking. I'll be like, oh, yeah, there's this girl we know. Her name's Lucy. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> she's your cousin. Because Lucy's always, like, so busy or visiting Dara. Now she literally lives in Ireland. So we don't see her anymore. But we miss her. We miss her and we love her. Okay, sororities, let's talk. Do we recommend? What ones are we in? Da 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 da. So, I was um, was in Alpha Phi. I guess I'm a legacy of Alpha Phi. Yeah. What are you in? I'm in Alpha Chi Omega <laughs> at USC. A Chi-O baby. Yep. <laughs> and I would definitely recommend Greek Life for anyone, especially. I mean, I was saying the other day at Boston. I feel like Greek Life isn't that big Mm-mm. of a thing on campus. No. Or in like. school student life or whatever yeah, but not nearly as much yeah at usc it's definitely a huge part but also that doesn't mean that you have to be in a sorority i think mm-hmm. i know a lot of people that aren't or that weren't freshman year like my friend hannah she wasn't oh interesting because i feel like everyone says about southern schools like you have to be in a sorority or you won't know anyone or make any friends yeah. or have a social life i feel like that's like a stereotype i hear yeah so you don't think that's I mean, true i think it helps to make more friends but you can definitely make friends without it mm-hmm. and i also know a lot of girls that started in it stayed in it till maybe junior year and then dropped Mm -hmm. and they already had all their friends obviously but I think that I'll stick with it all through senior year because I enjoy it and 
Yeah, I did too. Yeah. I feel like I so recommend just mainly for like the friend part, like kind of what Mandy was saying, and you can just solidify such a close group of friends. And I feel like with such, I mean, your sorority was like way bigger than mine, but in any sense, like a sorority is a big group of girls. You're going to find girls that you really like connect with. and Also, if they're in your sorority, chances are they're similar to you. Yeah. Because sororities, like, I feel like attract a very similar type of person. Yeah. Or, like, when you're in the recruitment process, you can tell if a girl you're recruiting. Well, I actually never went through the other side of recruitment. Fun fact. Neither did I. Oh, wait, yeah. Neither did you because you were sick. Okay. Yeah. But I I know that your sorority is looking for people that you could see yourself that, with or yeah. like you because that's, like, the whole point of sorority. Yeah. To, like, all get along and be friends and stuff. But, yeah. I mean, I feel like I just so recommend because I have my lightweight rowing friends since I was rowing lightweight my freshman year but my sophomore year I was like why am I at BU and I know like three people you know like I am at this huge school with so many people from all over and I need to just push myself and make new friends and you know get out there and I never saw myself being in a sorority I didn't even know like what they were or that they existed or like the point of them or anything but then when recruitment came around spring of my sophomore year I was like I need to do this I need to branch out and I remember the day after bid day walking around campus and for the first time at BU like (laughs) running into people I knew on campus like literally like all of a sudden I had like 120 new friends and they were like hi Gretchen and I'm like whoa like this is so cool so I feel like just for like friend purposes it helps so much and honestly they become your little family like I know when like really not to be sad but like when really serious things would happen with girls in my sorority like family tragedies or anything like that like your sorority is like there for you and you literally can call up like anyone at least that's how mine was at B you could call up like text anyone I remember I literally remember this one time I ran into this girl who I like did not know in my sorority like crying on campus and I saw her and I grabbed her and I just hugged her and like you know I feel like they just make you feel like your family yeah away from home yeah they're like your home away from home so we definitely would recommend um what is your favorite part about being in a sorority mandy my favorite part Mm -hmm. um functions are really fun Uh it's fun to bring a date and go with all of your friends and just stick together Mm -hmm. and then also we have a chef at our house and the food is so good so that's really good because we get lunch and dinner every night if you want to go over there so I don't live in the house, but if I did live in the house, I could just walk downstairs and eat. But here, if they'll put the menu out on a Sunday, and then you could just plan which days you want to go because the food is actually so good and our chef is so nice. And yeah. Wait, that's awesome because we're in, like, such different sorority experiences because, like, we don't have we houses have house, at BU, yeah. we don't have chef, like, nothing like that. But I'm sure that would be my favorite part <laughs> if yeah. I was in one that had that. And, yeah, I feel like my favorite part, again, would be, like, what we already said, just your friend group and yeah like all your functions or your community service or like all the different things you do like little um events that you do with other frats or like fundraisers or whatever like all the events that you have as a sorority are so fun but I just feel like in general the friend group that you make and like yeah this sound this sound really really dumb but like everlasting like friendships that you know that you'll have forever and like the people I feel like people say this in recruitment but these are gonna be like your bridesmaids or whatever but they like literally are and they literally are your sisters so yeah (laughs) we sound so basic right now but that is my favorite part okay let's talk a little bit about the rush process because I feel like that is so interesting for people and can be like scary or whatever I remember being so nervous before my recruitment but yeah I think we should just talk about that the rush process at USC is long and draining especially because it's in August so it's like 105 degrees outside (laughs) South Carolina but 
um, when I went through it as a freshman, I was kind of like, I don't know if this is for me, like, Mm -hmm. but all my friends were sticking with it. So I was like, I'm just going to stick with it. I know I'll be happy when it's over. And then bid day is just like the best day ever because you finally get your family and you get your sister or not your family, you get your sisters and then you like know which one you'll be in. But as going through it as a freshman or sophomore, just going through it, like trying to be into a, in a sorority is definitely exhausting mm-hmm. and you have to force a lot of conversations that you might not have <laughs> wanted to have. Yeah. But then once you find that you fit into a house more than any other, it's easy for the conversations to flow. Mm-hmm. I know. It's like, I feel like it's such a stressful thing. And me and Mindy were kind of talking before we started recording and like, I just remember being so nervous and so scared the night before being like, I literally can't do this. And like, why was I so stressed? Like, just be yourself and be talkative and whatever. And what we were talking before is saying like how I feel like no one really loves recruitment. It's so hard. Everybody gets sick. I remember I got sick. Like, it's just so draining because it's like all day for however many days long, like Mandy, like a big Southern school, you have like more sororities. So I feel like it probably takes like a week or two. Ours is jam packed into four days over President's Day weekend at BU. So I remember you're literally there like all day long and you lose your voice because you're talking all day long. And like in no other time in life, what I was saying to Mandy is like, are you going to be forced to talk to all these strangers, like all these conversations that you really want to be like so genuine, but maybe you have like a 15 minute time cap Yeah. and it's so hard. Okay, basically, I'm getting lost with what I'm saying. Um, But the rush process is long and draining, but definitely worth it at the end of the day. And once you get into the sorority you're in and everyone goes through it. So, yeah, while it may not be your favorite, I definitely think that you can get through it. And like I said before, it's just worth it in the end. Mandy, how did you or do you get over FOMO? Because I feel like that's such a big thing in college. That is such a big thing. FOMO of like things at college or FOMO of things at home? Kind of everything. It's a big time of life of feeling FOMO. I remember I felt so much FOMO in college. I have not felt FOMO in a while, actually. I was really sick in the beginning of this semester, so I had FOMO just because I would try to do the things that my friends were doing, but literally couldn't because I couldn't move. You literally had the flu. Yeah, so (laughs) not even just the flu, but like the everything that it was like a month yeah. I couldn't do stuff guys she had she had all the issues yeah I don't even know like what I had but and that I had some FOMO but then I also realized that at USC something's going on literally every night if you wanted it something to go on yeah so there's no reason to have FOMO if you can't go out on a Thursday night because you can go out any other day of the week that's such a good way to look at it because I feel like I have FOMO to this day and I had such bad FOMO in college because I'm like oh but everyone's going out this Thursday but I have a test tomorrow or like yeah. da, 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 da. and that's it's such more a good... important for the test grade to come in yeah better than one night out yeah and yeah, that's just such a good way to look at it because I would be like, oh, no, like, I have to go be social. But it's like your social life will be there when you yeah. get back from doing important things. So, but, yeah, definitely FOMO is the hard thing. Like, I would have FOMO to the point that I would be like, oh, I'm visiting Mandy right now in South Carolina. But, like, I really miss Boston, which I do. And, like, I wish I could be home with my mom, but also visiting Max and Lucy in Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> like, I literally think of every single thing I could be doing. And it makes me so not present. And I hate it. So, Everyone, ignore the FOMO. You're okay where Everything you are right now. Everything will be there when you're done doing yeah. whatever you need to do. Exactly. This question is, how to find love in college? <sighs> <laughs> you can start. <laughs> okay. So, tips for finding love in college is 
kind of what we were saying before I think you have to be so sure in yourself and so independent and so loving yourself I've talked about this in so many videos I'm not gonna like um just say what I've said again but you gotta be 100% yourself and the guys gotta be 100% themselves so you can be 200% together because you can't be looking for nobody to fill up the rest of yourself because you gotta <laughs> fill up the rest of yourself on your own yeah so yeah you gotta look for love when you're actually ready for love and we were talking with Mandy's friend the other day about this I won't say her name in specific about how like you can say like I'm not looking but like you really are and you need to not stress BB girl because it's gonna come into your life when it's supposed to and I know I've talked about this with Max but I was single for two years before I met Max and I deep down was looking everywhere <laughs> for a boyfriend and I was like no I'm fine like look at me over here living my best life like I work out I love myself and guess what I didn't I was still trying to figure out my purpose and who I was and I know that's deep but like kind of like my whole situation and what was going on and I was always looking for somebody else to kind of like give me that direction but I need to figure out on my own and then summer going into my senior year of college I was like wow I've really like pulled it together I am so passionate about what I'm doing on YouTube and Instagram I have all these great friends that I love and I cherish and like such a close friend group that I really like align with I am killing it in school I'm gonna focus on my schoolwork my last year of college and like go me I'm finally happy being single and then that's when I found yeah. my boyfriend that I love dearly so um I feel like you can only find love in college and if you're asking this like how to find love in college you're probably in the same mental state of me the two years while I was single being like I need to find love right now um so just don't look for it stop searching because that's yeah. when it comes to you I also feel like if you're searching, you're going to find someone that you don't actually do well with. Yes. Like, you're not a good couple with the person that you're looking for because you're just trying to force it to happen when it's not yes. supposed to happen. And you're like, so right. For me, like, the last year and a half, year, mm -hmm. year and a half, mm -hmm. um, I was not, like, I did not even want to be talking to a male because I was just like, <laughs> I Literally, don't, don't look at me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Stay I away. Just, like... <laughs> I was so happy just, like, hanging out with my friends and, like, doing my own thing. Yeah. So I guess I wasn't looking for anything. Mm-hmm. And that's when this well, special someone <laughs> walked right into her life that we don't know we're ready to talk about yet. Um, but, yeah, I feel like you so quickly adjusted to, like, being independent and just, like, yeah. living your best life with your friends. Yeah, I did and so much better than, like, yeah. I don't know. And you just, like, took time for yourself. And yeah. I don't know. I feel like you're so good at that. People need to, like, take a lesson from you. And I feel like you know when it's a guy that, like, isn't right, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Like, Mandy's so good at being like, oh, well, this isn't meant to be, so see ya. <laughs> and most girls are like, no, but, like, it's okay if um, this is, like, totally a big red glaring, like, flag and, like, I hate that he does this and, you know, treats me like crap, but, like, it's okay, he'll change, I love him. Like, yeah. no, like, let it go, you deserve <laughs> so much more, sis, and, yeah, if you're trying to find love in college, don't settle. Don't even try, honestly. Yeah, literally <laughs> do not try. <laughs> Say, don't look at me. <laughs> and, no, love finds you when you least expect it, I yeah. think. And so don't go looking. That's our main <laughs> message. <laughs> How to find true friends. I feel like college is such a big opportunity to find friends, but also can be hard to find, like, that group you fit in with. So what do you say to someone that's looking for their friends? I think I found half of my friend group really early freshman year just because we were all, like, 
half of us are from Long Island. If I already <laughs> knew them, one of them was my roommate, and then mm-hmm. one of the two, like we were just all like roommates with each other, basically. Mm-hmm. And then for my other friends that I've met throughout last year and even the beginning of this year, um, like through my sorority, I found them, class, mutual friends, but mostly people in my pledge class, I guess. Mm-hmm. Except a lot of my friends aren't in AKO. I guess that doesn't really make sense, but... Well, yeah, because you were saying before how you can be in Greek life, but you also don't have to. So I feel like that's a good thing to show for it. Like, not all your friends are just in your pledge class. Like, you have friends in a lot of different sororities. I was going to say, for some of my other friends from home, it was kind of hard for them to find a girlfriend group first semester, and I think that made them more upset. Mm -hmm. But you also can't force it to happen within, like, the first month because you probably won't be friends with them by sophomore year if you, like, force something. Yeah. So, yeah. That's so interesting. I feel like it can be so hard and, like, obviously frustrating and everyone will be like, your first friend in college isn't going to maybe be your best friend throughout college. Like, maybe it is, but um, your friend group will form, like, later on, and I think that's okay. Like, don't stress kind of thing. And everyone's going through the same thing. Like, no one has friends freshman year. Everyone's looking to find the people that they really connect with, and I feel like it can be easy to be like, oh, this girl's my pledge class. Like, we have a class together. We hang out sometimes or go out together. But, like, finding the friends that you really connect with and that really get you and are always going to be there for you you that kind of thing I feel it can take time yeah so just don't worry and they will like reveal themselves as you go throughout college yeah um I went to college in a very like different way or like in a different position in friendships than a lot of people because everyone usually comes in not knowing anyone and you make friends and you got to figure it out and I came in with my best friend and my twin sister so I came in with a little crutch and um that made it easier and harder I feel like in different aspects easier because I had these friends right away and I literally I remember the beginning felt like we were all at summer camp together because I was just like oh I have my friend and my sister like whatever and so that was a good thing because I was like immediately comfortable and had friends and any friends they make any friends that they would make like I could make friends with them too and it was so nice like you know once you have one friend, you're golden because then you can introduce each other to the other friends. Yeah. Whatever. Like, you literally just need that first one. It's just the hardest one to make. But um, it was definitely harder in the aspect of, like, me not branching out because I was just like, oh, why would I go hang out with this girl that I met from class who's cool because I have Taylor and Lucy. Like, see ya, girl. Like, I'm just going to yeah. go hang out with my best friend and my twin sister already. So I know it'll be hard, but, yeah, I feel like as college goes on, you'll find the people that, like, really get you. This is a question I feel like everybody wants to know the answer to. How do you avoid the freshman 15? Um, I didn't at first. (laughs) I definitely gained a lot of weight second semester freshman year. Mm -hmm. But I actually didn't lose the weight until I came to school this semester. (laughs) And got sick, so all the weight just went away. Well, also I just stopped eating, like, so terrible. And, like, I have to make my own food. That's better than just going to the dining hall, like, every 10 minutes and, like, eating, yeah. like, crap. Yeah. So, but so I think... moderation. Yeah, and I also think if you gain the freshman 15, you will lose it when mm-hmm. you realize that you shouldn't be doing be that eating anymore. eating Easy like Mac every five seconds. Going out yeah. at night and then coming back at 3 a.m. and eating so much. Dominoes, yeah. I feel like that's a good lesson. Eat yeah. junk. But just not too much junk. (laughs) Just less junk. And then you'll realize. And also, freshman year, I did work out the whole year. Mm -hmm. This year, I haven't worked out since I've been to school. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel like avoiding the freshman 15 is something that everybody wants to do. But also realize that when you go to college, not only is it a big time of change, but you're 
you're growing up and you're becoming yeah. like an adult and your metabolism is changing too. So sometimes it's okay to gain weight and maybe you should. I maybe think you should. You were a string bean in high school yeah. and you're like finally getting hips and boobs or whatever it is. So I feel like it's okay to gain weight. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like Mandy's so right. If it's weight that is like not necessary and kind of like um, more than normal for your body, like how it should be, it will come You'll off later it. on. Yeah. So just don't worry about it. And I definitely gained the freshman 15 summer going into my sophomore year and like sophomore year because I was lightweight running freshman year so I literally was just restricting so much that I couldn't gain it and working out like a crazy person um but yeah I definitely gained a lot of weight and all that weight that I gained wait I literally gained like 15 pounds and now I'm like 15 pounds later than I was at my heaviest point without even thinking about it because it just goes away by finding your like healthy habits again and not stressing about it yeah stressing about it is like the worst thing you can do so I feel like avoiding it would obviously just be the things that you already know, like eating healthy, working out consistently. And I feel like the biggest thing in college is because you go from high school to college where maybe, I feel like it's the drinking, honestly. Like, to be yeah. honest, like if we're being really honest. Like also, you drink, your parents making you dinner. Yeah. Versus, like, I remember bread, someone, <laughs> or, like, you literally get cereal after your dinner in the dining hall, and you, like, snack on all this random stuff, and I remember my friend saying to me once, imagine if you're at home, and your parents just made dinner, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna go grab, like, a bowl of, like, yeah. Cocoa Krispies, they would be like, why? Like, you yeah. would never do that at home, but in college, you just eat, like, so random, and I just feel like you're figuring it out, so, yeah. um, yeah, but I feel like the drinking and then the eating after the drinking is, like, usually yeah, the majority like, of it. So, if you can just be cognizant of that. Like, one of my friends would have Cheerios and apples in her room so that if she went out drinking, she could literally only eat Cheerios and apples and, like, wouldn't let herself, like, order yeah. Domino's. Yeah, and just, like, working out, eating healthy when you can, being not crazy with, like, the drinking and eating junk or Domino's, you know? Did you and your roommate get along your freshman year? Yes, she's still one of my best friends. I live with her this year again, and I'm living with her next year. I'll probably live with her senior year, too. (laughs) We just keep adding more people to our lease, so this year I live with her, and then one of my other friends the next year, it'll be the five of us, and then maybe a house senior year. We don't know yet, but I'll probably be living with her all four years of college, so I'd say, yes, we get along. She's my first best friend in college oh see I feel like that not like that's so rare but I feel like you're so lucky that that happened yeah and like probably is rare because I feel like so many people don't get along with their freshman year roommate yeah and obviously just have trouble like finding friends the whole thing like we said before so I feel like you're lucky and I feel like I was lucky too because I got along with my roommate so well we were like such good friends and then we ended up kind of like distancing throughout college just from being like on different teams and different friend groups like eventually but we did get along so well and we had such a good experience so honestly we don't really have like tips if you don't get along with your roommate or something because I know it can be so bad and people end up having to be like separated and relocated and whatever so I'm really sorry if you have to deal with that because I'm sure that would be literally the most stressful thing ever but I just feel like trying to be like cognizant of the other person and like talking with them if you have issues like hey you're leaving like dirty clothes everywhere or food or something can you like pick it up um but yeah I just feel like living situations can always be tough so I pray that you have a good roommate. (laughs) This is how did you enjoy your first frat law experience? I guess that's for me, but we can ask you too. So I just went to my first one and it was a lot. It was overwhelming, man. Like that was so much. It was fun. It was just like, whoa, because we don't have anything like that at BU, like the tailgates or anything. So we don't have a football team, like I said. 
so it was just a lot and I mean I feel like just for me in specific because I think I met literally 100 subscribers or maybe more um it was just really crazy being like pulled around every second and normally people are fine but I just feel like sometimes if you mix in drinking if any of you are listening to this just know when you meet me don't like grab me or like pull me <laughs> somewhere because honestly sometimes that would happen like I would be taking a picture of someone and I know someone gets excited like you don't mean it in this way but someone will literally grab my arm and like yank me and I'm like okay just like <laughs> let's like be like polite for a second yeah so it was okay um and normally it's like fine meeting subscribers you guys are the best and always like so sweet just know that if I'm like taking a picture of someone else if you can just like wait a second or something that's what was getting hard because I feel like in big um like populated environments if I meet a lot of people at once like a line will form and I'm like oh my gosh like how did this even happen so yeah just know that I'm doing like the best I can if I (laughs) if I meet you in person and there's a lot of people around but it was so fun and I'm like feel so happy and like blessed when I get to meet all of these people and put like a face to a name when I get to meet them in person so it was really fun it was a lot but it was fun and how was your first experience do you remember freshman I was probably just scared honestly and like whoa yeah I didn't know anything that was going on it was really hot because it was in August so (laughs) but now it's literally my favorite thing at the school I would say (laughs) on Saturday Mandy's like this is what I live for this is what I live for like bury me there (laughs) she loves it yeah it's so fun because you do get to see like all your friends like everyone around like it's such such a big like social event I feel like and you get hyped over the game do you think the college experience is overhyped not at all. Honestly, I agree with that. Because yeah. I feel like so many people that don't go to school or whatever it is, like maybe didn't have a good experience, say that they think college is like overhyped. But from my experience, I don't think it is at all because I freaking love my four years. Yeah. And I don't think anything else in life could have given me that experience. Like it was just incredible and you grow literally so much. Like me and Mandy were saying, from 18 to like 21, 22, whatever, when you graduate school, you are literally two different complete people. Yeah. Can you imagine when you're 22 talking to like your 18 year old self you would be like girl like what are you doing be like shut up (laughs) you don't know anything (laughs) but yeah I don't know I always think like it's so weird when you think about how much you enjoy the time period that you're in Mm -hmm. in the moment and then you realize like it's not gonna be like this forever and it's so sad that I'm gonna graduate one day I know that's what I talked about my last podcast you have to listen Mandy I was saying that like postgrad blues is a thing yeah and everyone's sad so don't worry about it because you're only sophomore but like end of your senior year you're gonna be like oh my gosh like I do not want this to end so yeah I don't think it's overhyped either because we've had such a good experience in college and it's obviously so much fun socially but you like learn so much about yourself and about life with like all the new people you meet and all the classes you take and obviously the education you take with you is the most important like not trying to not say that because that's the purpose but yeah is there anything you would do differently in college Miranda um well not at the moment because I'm only sophomore so (laughs) Yeah, like, looking back, honestly, I don't know if there was anything I would do differently. Like, the little things, like, oh, I wouldn't have wasted my time, like, fall of freshman year being a bio major, but I have always said I do not regret that because that pointed me in the right direction and taught me so much about myself that I, like, knew I could make the decision for myself and, you know, I feel like just as helpful as knowing what you do want to do, knowing what you don't want to do is also equally as helpful to point you in the right direction. So, yeah, I don't think I would change anything. Uh, staying healthy while having fun and going out. I should not even be answering that because <laughs> I don't eat healthy and it's so bad. But Mandy has dino chicken nuggets. Like every day or soup or like a quesadilla. <laughs> so 
I can't really talk. But I think what you said before, like, moderation is good. And I know yeah. we, we haven't worked out, like, the last three months, have we? No. I haven't. But may, you'll pick it back up, right? Like, maybe? I mean, maybe one day. But, like, <laughs> honestly, like, I don't even miss it. And, like, I'm not, like... You definitely miss SoulCycle, don't you? Well, I don't have SoulCycle in South Carolina, so... Yeah. Like, if you visit me I'll in Boston, we go together. It. Yeah, I would definitely do SoulCycle again, but... I just, I don't know. I mean, I don't, like, I don't feel, like, I feel like when I was working out, I felt good about my body, and I feel like I feel good about my body right now, so, like, so and I okay feel though. fine, like, I yeah. don't feel... Well, good for you. Like, I'm not healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Even though yeah. I don't eat healthy. I feel like staying healthy while going, having fun and going out, honestly, you can answer any question with, like, balance, but, like, literally eat healthy sometimes, have your junk food sometimes yeah. in moderation, work out, but not to the point that it consumes your life. Yeah. Just work out in moderation. And maybe <coughs> instead of going to the gym for like two hours, go for an hour. So you can go have friends and be social yeah. and you know what I mean? So balance. Um, is not knowing anyone in the beginning of college awkward or scary? Yes, but then you just think that everyone's feeling awkward too. So. Yeah. Then it doesn't seem that awkward. I know. I think that's the biggest thing to take from that is, like, everyone is literally in the same position than you, minus Gretchen Garrity, who came with her twin sister and best friend. Yeah. Um, other than that, everyone is in the same position as you and looking for friends. So, like, I remember people saying in the beginning of college, like, literally stop a girl on the street and be like, oh, my God, your shoes are so cute. What's yeah. your number? <laughs> like, be, yeah. like, so forward because everyone's looking for friends. So, you never know. They could end up being your BFF. Yeah. Tips for enjoying singleness. Because we were talking about how important this is to be single at points in your life. To grow, be individual, be self-sufficient, be independent. What tips do you have? I feel like you're so good at being independent and single. And right now you're not even single. But you're good at being, like, alone. Yeah, I just feel like I'm, like, like, you know. Like, if people are, like, overly, like, talking to me even, I'm kind of, like, get away. Like, I don't... (laughs) I also, like, need my space and, like, yeah. I need my, like, alone time. Mm-hmm. And I also need to not be in constant contact with someone. Mm-hmm. Like, that I can't deal with. So you're just good with that, like, yeah. innately and, in, like, who you are. I feel like in high school I wasn't. I was constantly texting my ex-boyfriend, yeah. obviously, constantly in communication. But I feel like going to college and realizing that you have so much other stuff to do, it really helps that you're not constantly... Talking to someone. someone. Yeah, like, go work on yourself and do your freaking homework, sister. (laughs) When you're single, don't be worried about anybody else because you have shit to do on your own. Yeah, (laughs) and also, like, go out with your friends and, like, you don't have to worry about someone, like, pissing you off, you know? Yeah, that's so true. What, is there anything in specific that you wish you knew early on or, like, going into school or, like, something, I guess not something you would change, but, like, yeah, what do you wish you knew? I wish I knew that... Well, I wish I knew going into freshman year that me and my ex-boyfriend were going to break up because I did not see that coming. Be prepared. (laughs) And then I also wish I knew that it's okay to not have a 4.0 your freshman year first semester because Mm -hmm. you literally have no idea what's going on and it feels like you were just hit in the face with a brick. (laughs) So it's okay not to get perfect grades. I mean, obviously still try, but... It's also really hard because it's so different from high school. Your classes are so different. You're not in school from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. You're in school whenever you want to be in school. And, like, you just have to realize that those, like, all the time that you have not in class counts. 
So yeah. even though you have 40 minutes between each class, that doesn't mean you should go sit on Netflix. It means you should do your homework because that's the time you have and you'll want to do something else later. That's so true. So I wish I knew that because I was like so stressed out not getting the grades that I wanted, but then I just realized yeah. you have to chill and just focus and... Wow, good for you as a sophomore realizing that. I don't know if I ever had that realization that with all the free time comes a, comes a lot of responsibility. Yeah. And exactly like being like, oh, I'm so tired. I could nap, like watch some Netflix, go get an ice cream cone with whoozy whatsy. Like, yeah. No, maybe you should do the homework or start the essay or whatever it is. So yeah, I feel like you have a lot of free time and it's structured that way, but it's not exactly free time. It's time that should be spent on yeah. school because you're paying to be there and yeah. a lot, a lot of money. So yeah, I wish I knew that. I wish I knew how independent I would feel and like how much power I would have with my time and how important it is to like choose wisely. Okay, this is, this is funny. We can just throw this in at the end. This doesn't have to do with college. It's just about you in specific. Everybody wants to know. Why don't you have a public Instagram? <laughs> because you are people's just biggest inspiration. People love you. Um, the reason that I don't have a public Instagram is because I don't want, like, I want my Instagram to be people that I know or at Your least friends, know of. College, yeah. And I don't want to just look like I have, like, 15,000 followers and then them all, I have no idea who they are. And your friends I, being like, why, why do, you, do you have that many yeah. followers? Yeah. So, yeah, and I also just, like, I don't know, I feel weird about random people seeing my Instagram pictures, kind of. Not that it's, like, a big deal, like, I don't really care that much, but if it's, like, someone creepy, I don't really want them on my yeah. Instagram. Yeah, I feel like it's just, like, the privacy of yeah. it. And I don't even know if people listening know this, I'm sure a lot of people do, but I always had two Instagrams, and I had a private one that nobody from my social media, or at least that I know of, would follow, maybe a couple slip through. Yeah. <laughs> um... And I have, obviously, my public Instagram that everybody knows. And I really just wanted this private one for me to interact with, like, the, my friends and my personal life, like, in college. Yeah. And I'm sure that's how Mandy feels because it's, like, when you're in college, you have such a big social life and all of these friends around you. And you want it to be a way to, like, socially network with those people and yeah. not people that maybe are your fans or whatever, which, like... um I know so many people look up to her and love her and stuff, but I know everyone was commenting saying that they look through your Visco. That's a yeah, good way. Yeah, I have a Visco. You could look at that. That's a good way for people to get inspiration, yeah. get more content from you. Um, there was the funniest comments. They were like, I look through her Visco and then I like try to follow her, even though I know I'll be rejected. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they love you. Maybe one day you'll be public or something. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, me, yeah. But in, like, now, so, like I was saying, like, my personal Instagram, I literally only used in college because I wanted a personal one. And the last time I posted was, like, yeah. May 15th, the day I graduated, and haven't been on there since then. So it's yeah. not like I use it anyway. Like, I'm sure people could follow it, but, like, I don't even post on that one anymore. So, yeah. I think that's okay to have a level of privacy, and I'm sure people can respect that. So Yeah. Okay, last thing about college, and then we might do some funny stuff really quick, just because it's funny. Um... So, can we talk about living on or off campus? Yeah. Because some people just wanted us to talk about that. And I lived on campus for my first full, like, three years and just lived off campus my senior year. But Mandy's off campus now. So, yeah. tell us about that. What is it like at USC? Um, at USC, only freshmen live on campus because it's there's such big um, grades, I guess. 
like every year big classes yeah that's what I mean every year there are big classes every year the university actually has to rent out an apartment complex to fill with students that didn't fit in the dorms oh really yeah like crazy every year it's like a different one so sophomore year you have the choice of living in your greek village house if you have a house or um living off campus you have to move off campus yeah. Oh, it's, like, not even, like, a choice. Well, I think maybe some places you can. Like, I know, like, some RAs in, like, the RAs in the residence halls can live because they work there. Yeah. But I don't really know what it's like for people who aren't RAs, but um, most people live off ca- live off campus unless you're, you live in Greek Village because that's considered on campus, but you live there as a sophomore, typically. Yeah. But I decided to live in an apartment because... Last year, me and my roommate lived in dorm style with, like, a shared bathroom and everything, and we were constantly sick and just, like, not, like, we yeah. didn't really like being in our room ever, and it was so, like, just crammed and, like, I want visitors and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we decided to move to an apartment where we all have our own room and, like, own bathroom. We have our own space, and I've just only been sick once this year, so I can see that <laughs> that has already helped me. That's so true. Living on campus, like, in being yeah. in college, I was sick all the time. My senior year, I'd strep, I think, eight times. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Like, everybody knows that. You never feel good. Yeah. Like, one, like, um... Just germs everywhere. One of the girls in the younger PC was saying, like, I'm going to stay in tonight, like, I don't feel well, I don't feel well, and she would, like, start saying that every night, we were like, obviously, you don't have to go out, but, like, you're never going to feel well. perfect, like, you don't <laughs> yeah. get enough sleep, you don't drink enough water, you don't yeah. do anything right. So. That's so true, and I feel like it's just so different depending on the campus, like, I know my friend at Harvard, if you go to Harvard, you, like, live on campus all four years, and it just so depends, and at BU, it's, like, yeah. totally your choice, like, you have to live on your freshman year, everyone lives on, and then you can start moving off your sophomore year, but I lived in Stuvie. Everybody knows my sophomore junior because I love living on campus. I love Stuvie. It was like a nice new building. And then I just moved off for my senior year. So it really depends. Um, and you know what, Mandy? The last thing I wrote, I wrote some notes from Funny Childhood Stories, but I think we should save that for maybe a podcast with Lucy or a video or something. Because yeah. I just wrote some funny things like when we would eat bread out to dinner, dippy, dip-dyed hair, yeah. when Lucy and I would fight on the boat that one time. <laughs> Um, Randall banging his fist on the Cheesecake Factory table <laughs> when we would ski, when we would get McDonald's. Like, there is so many stories, so yeah. we don't even need to get into that, because that's going to be, like, another hour. And I feel like that would just be funny to, like, reflect on one day, but, like, definitely yeah. with Lucy or maybe even Randall. Yeah. Um, but I think this concludes our episode just about college, and I just really want to have this conversation with Mandy about stuff that we wish we knew coming to college, just what her life is currently life in college. <laughs> She's taking a Snapchat with me as we speak. <laughs> Um, but this has been so much fun. Hopefully I didn't talk way too much. I know I can really like take over. I hope you heard enough from Mandy. I was probably like, didn't shut up this whole time, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and I will catch you in my next episode. Bye. Bye.